Welcome to Back in the Game, a sports and mindset podcast. I'm Rob Bombacco. And I'm Rachel Popchek, and we're here to share with you the mental skills you need to help improve your performance and get your head back in the game. We will offer practical applications and diverse perspectives to help you apply these mental skills to your life. Welcome to Back in the Game, a sports and mindset podcast. I'm Rob Bombacco. And I'm Rachel Popchek. And welcome back to another Sports Week in Review. We're going to be a little hockey heavy this, uh, this week as we got a couple, couple topics to discuss um, as we again relate it to um, mental skills and, and mental preparation. Um, how was your weekend, Rachel? It was good. It was a nice refresh and relax and help, you know, refocus for this week. But how good about you? Deal. Good deal here. Yeah, we were, we were sports uh, active this weekend with, with more sports with the kids and nice. doing all that, that fun stuff. So <clears throat> we are ready to go as well this week. So a couple topics we had. Uh, number one, we, we we're going to talk about is the, um, recent hockey games, outdoor games in Lake Tahoe, and they were pretty cool to watch. I was able to, to watch one of them um, actually yesterday, and pretty cool, pretty cool scene, but uh, the thing we want to talk about a little today was the, the first game that they, they had over the, the weekend, and the start of the game, they kind of started off and everything looking good and after I believe it was the the first period kind of had to shut things down um for safe really safety reasons the ice was melting in places and and obviously not safe for the players there was also the time of day that they were playing um sun became an issue and again safety you know if you can't see a puck coming at you 100 miles an hour not not good for for anybody um so they had that going on and and again they shut it down after the first period and when i heard this was kind of chuckled and and also just again taking it from a mental skills perspective how how, um, unique this was so they shut it down after the first period and then they finished the game except when they finished the game, it was nine or 10 hours later. Um, so Amazing. obviously that's not something you're going to see normally in, in any sport. And it kind of brought me to thinking about a couple things, uh, mental skill related one preparation. Uh, again, we talk about that all the time, you know, how you prepare yourself, how you're ready for, for the unknown and, and things like this. Um, and the, the second thing was just working through adversity, right? That, that was, again, kind of both teams being faced with some adversity there, stopping, waiting around. I mean, obviously, they're, I'm sure, you know, able to, to go and, and do whatever. But, you know, staying in that kind of competitive mindset, knowing at some point you're going to be, be playing again um, and finishing finishing that game um, just again 
to me is is kind of shows the the mental ability of being able to go out and compete um, nine hours later. <laughs> yeah, well, and one of the things that kind of stands out to me in that aspect of of kind of working through adversity there is is the ability to successfully, um, I guess, kind of maneuver through transitions. Mm-hmm. You know, because they they had sort of this expectation of, you know, playing game, right? And then all of a sudden they had to to stop for they didn't really know how long, you know, right. and there's that huge transition, you know, as you're moving from being in the game to kind of being in this holding pattern sort of. And and it's really easy, I think, to kind of get stuck in in carrying that pressure of like, okay, I'm still performing and I still have to be on my toes and I still have to be ready and focused and you know, and then being able to kind of then, of course, nine hours later, transition back into playing the game. Um, and, and transitions are something that, I mean, we all do on a daily basis all the time. Like there's a transition from when we wake up, you know, we, we're asleep to when we wake up and start the day or a transition right. from, you know, our commute to work to, or, you know, walking into the other room at this point now <laughs> with all of us working from home. But, um, you know, that transition, they're, they're just those transitions all day for us that we don't really think about. And, and often because we don't think about those, we do carry that pressure with us from, you know, one meeting to the next or one play to the next or whatever the situation is. Yeah. Um, and I think just really being able to kind of, I mean, it's part of being present in the moment, but being able to, to identify those transitions and kind of be present with them and say, okay, you know, I'm in a transition right now. Like, and, and even kind of take that moment even if it's like, you know, a minute or two, or if we have like, you know, even 30 seconds before our next, you know, meeting or, or whatever it is, um, just to be able to kind of close our eyes and take that deep breath and just kind of repeat to ourselves, like just release <laughs> or mm-hmm. um, even just like transition to, to just help relieve some of that pressure from ourselves that we carry with us throughout the day, even though we're doing, you know, we're kind of going from one thing to, to the next. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's a huge part of like just resilience and kind of working through adversity, mm-hmm. just being able to be present and, and kind of be aware of, of those transitions and help us kind of work through those. Right. Um, yeah. And I think, I think too, just, you know, ability to kind of, you know, relax, be in a relaxed state and then amp up. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, again, there's that, that big gap, and you know they had to go through that period of time, but then you know get their arousal stayed up. Right. Um, you know once whenever it was they found out they you know again we're going to be playing or or when they were going to be playing, um, and kind of like you said transition into that that next state. Um, and the last thing with with that too, I think I mean, you know we're talking about the gap. Um, you know, that lengthy gap between stopping and starting. I mean, in addition to that, right, they're needing to go through um, or deal with, you know, other things that they're not used to, right? I mean, the outdoor games, I mean, have become, you know, a little more common each year, but um, it's still not their typical setting, um, typical conditions, all, all of that. So, again, being able to deal with those things um, and still again go out and perform I think shows the resiliency as you said preparation a focus a present focus 
um, all typical important mental skills to, to be able to compete consistently. Um, so our next topic we'll, we'll jump into here, here quickly is um, Alexei Lafreniere. So number one overall pick last year playing for the, uh, the New York Rangers and tough start, couple goals in, in 16 or so games. And, you know, as uh, I grew up in New Jersey and listened to a lot of New York media, um, not that it's not this way all over the place, but, you know, they can be pretty harsh and they are kind of getting on this kid already about, or, you know, in not everybody, but in some, some outlets, uh, getting on him about kind of being a bust and, you know, he's, he's not as good as everyone thought. And so, again, kind of hearing that, reading some articles, I already, you know, I jumped to the, has this kid kind of dealing with these things and, you know, uh, things like confidence comes up and, you know, blocking out, again, the, the, that outside noise, uh, you know, as being in, important mental skills, I'm sure, you know, obviously it's not the start he wanted, you know, but I think we'll we'll kind of learn a little bit about maybe his his mental approach and and kind of how, you know, the rest of the year goes and and you know the rest of his, his career goes. Yeah, well, and what it says to me too is is kind of um, just his maybe approach in, in terms of motivation, right? Mm -hmm. Like you know, if people were saying all these wonderful things about him, <clears throat> there might be that you know, external motivation, right? And it, it can kind of help fuel the, the self-talk to have that positive self-talk to cultivate a little bit of that, you know, internal yep. motivation. But when there's all of these negative comments, we can either allow that to get in our heads, you know, and create us, you know, our own sort of negative self-talk. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that can really hold us back where we can kind of say, you maybe turn that into that external motivation of, you know, I'm going to kind of prove them wrong. You know, I'm yep. going to show them what I really have. Um, but I think it's still important, you know, to not, of course, weigh everything on, on that external motivation, whether mm -hmm. it's sort of coming from that positive or negative source or not. Um, you know, having that, that internal motivation to say, no, you know, I know what I'm capable of. And I know what I've learned from these experiences and I know what I'm going to do and focus on moving forward and those goals I'm going to set, you know, like this is going to be a real test of his internal motivation um, and, and his internal kind of self-talk mm -hmm. to be able to fuel his confidence and, and kind of make that come back. Right. Yeah. And I, I bring up such a, a great point of, you know, nobody, whether it's coaches or media or social media, we have control, right? Ultimately over how we feel and, and kind right. of how we, you know, take things on or, or, or whatever. So, you know, yeah. Can you hear those, you know, negative comments being said and, and still maintain your confidence level, I think that shows, yeah, an, an internal confidence, right? A self-confidence that, that yeah. you know, again, it doesn't matter what other people are, are saying. Um, 
around you, whether that's positive or negative, right? Like, you know, are we somebody that hears those good things and we're, you know, that's when we're playing at our best, but as soon as that turns maybe negative or there's some doubt from other people, you know, we, we break, right? Yeah. Or, or are you kind of, again, you know, you believe in yourself, you, you have that good internal dialogue going on and, and, you know, even through our, our slumps, we're able to, to kind of maintain that, that approach and that, that confidence level where, you know, we'll be able to, to break out of um, slumps more, more easily. So that I think is, is such a great point of not how allowing those external factors really play a role in, in how you perform. And, you know, again, we're still so early on, I mean, 16 games, he's, adjusting getting used to things um you know and we'll see kind of as as things move move along um maybe learn a little bit about his his mental skills and, and his yeah. mental approach i'm looking forward to it yep so thank you for for joining us today of our quick little sports weekend review um we will be back next week with another episode thanks for joining us Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Back in the Game, a sports and mindset podcast. Please make sure to join us next time as we continue to discuss the mental skills you need to get your mind back in the game and perform at your best.